0: You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleaver, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleaver.com. We're going to cover three verses today. We're going to really go fly today, fly through it today. We're going to go through 1 Corinthians 13th chapter. We're going to go 8 through 10, okay? We're going to be moving today quick, right? What we talked about last week? Anybody know? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I know love, but I mean, there was more to it than that. But thank you. Thank you. You're right. We were talking about love. He's all over right here. No, we're going to talk about the, the first point I have is called never-ending, never ending. And the first verse I have for you, this is what it says. This verse is so cool. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse number 8 says, and I quote, love never stops loving. Period. Stop right there. See that period? Oh, that period, not that period. Yeah, that period. Love never stops loving. Period. Stop there for a minute. We're going to we're going to talk about that for just 1 minute. Now, when I say love Never stops loving. It's not like I love you and I love my wife and I love my kids. That's not the kind of love I'm talking about because let's get real. Human love doesn't know that. We don't know that. We say, I love you no matter what. I love you, dear, no matter what. Hold on, be careful because I do love my wife no matter what. But I don't, what the love I'm talking about is love that never ends. It never ends. Whenever one of us till death do us part what, what our vows say when that there that's over. It's over. But the love I'm talking about goes on and on and on and on. See the love we have is conditional love. Because we're humans. I love you if you do this for me. I love you if you do that for me. I love you if the video I think that little kid it's hilarious he gets on there and uh I think it's talking about cookies, and uh, they, they said, uh, Do you love me? And they said, Only when you give me cookies. A little kid tells his mom that. So, you don't love me all the time? No, not all the time. Only when you give me cookies. That, what, a, what, a, what a concept. That's a little kid saying that. That's how we human beings are. That's how we are. I love you only when you do this. But the love I'm talking about is God's love, and there's no end. It's always was, always is, and will always continue. It's eternal. When this life's over, it's still going to be going on and on. Love never stops loving. That's what it says. I'm getting messed on my iPad. I wish I quit doing that. It says, by this expression, Paul indicated that those who devote themselves to Christian love involves themselves in something beyond the ordinary. Once again, this is not common love. This is next step love. Love that we really, we say we understand it, but yet we don't because we don't know all there is to know about it yet. We've only dipped a little bit into this. It says, "The, the love never folds under pressure of the most intense and sustained kind. This love continues through death into eternity. This is the love of God. I didn't share this the last service. I'll share it now. For example, well, that's not a good example. Yeah, it's a good example. When we first came here six years ago, I think six years ago, we had moved two children, and we pulled them out of their home, out of the roots they've known since they've been babies, and we said, "Hey, we're going to try something different. God's directed somewhere else. Let's go." Well, in, the, in a well, I say my daughter was way younger, but my son was—he was, he was a, about to be a junior in high school, right? And uh, I'm not discounting her. She took it better than him. Just being honest. If you're watching, you know I'm telling the truth. But, uh, but, yeah. But he took it really hard. Man, he hated me and my wife forever, like a long time. I mean, we didn't think we'd get the kid back. It's, it was bad. Which I understand that, okay? I'm not discounting that. I get it. I mean, I, I lived in that same place for almost 40 years of my life. And now I'm saying, God, let's go, I guess. I guess, whatever the next stage is. And we picked up and moved our children. Well, we love our son, and we always loved our son. But there were some moments that we didn't think he would ever love us. There were moments my wife would come crying to me and saying, dear He's never going to talk to me ever again. He hates me. And I would say, you're wrong. He loves you. He'll always love you. And it will get better. And that's what I would say. Not knowing if I was being told the truth. I really didn't even know. I'm just being honest. I was just trying to be comforting. I was trying to be positive. I didn't know. And in my heart of hearts, I thought she may be right. But see, God's like we were. God is like me and my wife were. We never stopped loving through this. We did some tough things. But guess what? Real love does tough things. When you really love somebody, there's tough things you may have to do. I listened to somebody last night talk a message about God shutting doors. If you love somebody, you might have shut doors. You might have to do that. Doesn't mean you don't love them, means you care for them and trying to protect them. Well, just a long story short. He talks to us a lot. A lot. (laughs) A lot, 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 (laughs) lot. He calls his mom and he doesn't remember that me and his mom are married and live together. And so (laughs) after he calls her and we're sitting right beside each other, he calls me. We're right beside each other. Yeah, son, I know. Yeah, I got yeah. I'm like, and you're listening, I know you're gonna listen later. Just you know I'm telling the truth. It's cool. But love never stops. I was in this forever. I'm not going. I'm not turning around. I'm in it forever. God's love is like that for you. No matter what you do, no matter how crazy you are, how crazy you act out, how many mistakes you make or have made or going to make, he's not going to stop loving you. Never. Love never stops. It never stops. Why is it telling me to share it? Love never ends, fails, and never stops loving. That's what it says. And in 1 John 4 8, it's, it, it says, this verse says, God is love. God is love. Period. That, that's part of the reason why it never stops, loving, because it's God. When we talk about love, we're talking about God. God is love. So love never ends, never fails, never turns around, is always there. Eternal, that's what love is. Well, if we read on to the verse, let's put that verse back up there. Here's what the verse continues after it says. It says, Love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which one day fall short. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Whoa. Okay, Paul, you just told me that love never ends. You just said that. Nothing never stops loving. And then you proceed to tell me, which let me back up here. We're talking about the church in Corinth. I'm gonna give you a little history lesson real fast and I'll go on because I know some people like history. History is the Corinth church had three major things that they put high priority in the church, which we just talked about. Words of knowledge, tongues, and whatever else did I say? Prophecy. So if he went to the Corinth church, they would have them big big old signs on the wall when you walked in the church. That was their high, which is not a bad thing. Understand me, those things are necessary today. But they put them in such high priority that they forgot about love. See, that's why Paul goes to the Corinth church and is preaching love to them. They forgot how to. See, because love to me is more than just saying a word. If you're married... You know what I'm talking about. If you tell your wife or you tell your husband, I love you, I love you, I love you, but there's never action behind the word, it's just words. See, when God said his love never ends, there's action behind that. Because when you fail, you can always go back to him and he's right there. No question about it. So if all we're doing is saying a word, it's just a word. He had to put action behind it. I love you, dear. And the reason I, I want to show you I love you, I'm going to get you some roses, which she doesn't like flowers, but I'm going to get you roses. Or I'm going to take you to Texas Roadhouse and yeah, I know what you like there. Or I'm going to take you shopping to go buy some shoes, Doc Martens. See, I'm talking her love language now. And not that I have to buy something for her to show that I love her, but simply, I sure I love her by, sometimes when I go get lunch somewhere, I'll go by the school and give her lunch. I do not have to, but I did because I love her. It's more than just talking. See, God, he doesn't say, I love you, then says, I love you. Now, I'm not going to say it again. You know, I love you. I got to say it again. He says, I love you all over the word. It's everywhere. It never stops. He's in love with you. Understand that. What we're talking about here. And it says... It says, as Christians, we will continue to share in the love that God has for us. This is why Paul exalted love to a special place. You see what he's saying? Words of, words of knowledge, tongues, prophecy. He's putting love higher than that. See, this, this, this book's getting good. At the end, it's when it gets its best. He's starting to compare everything else to love. And when you start comparing everything else to love, there is no comparison. There is no comparison. I'm not going to share my favorite verse because it spoils the story. But at the end, he says there's nothing, nothing greater than love. Nothing. He puts in the right priority. If if you put love here, all that stuff will fall into place. I do believe that. I do believe if we put God's love where it needs to be, everything else will start falling in line where it needs to be. Anyway. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's in the set that the second point is I was I I did that again. I got to a hurry, sorry. Was temporary gifts. These are temporary things. In the the verse says, prophecies will cease, tongues will be stilled, knowledge will pass away. These gifts are temporary as they are partial. Partial means existing only in part. It's incomplete. Everything we do in this life is incomplete completion has not yet come. It won't come on this side. That's why it's a journey. It's a journey. The word calls it a run. You got to run the race. It's a race. We're not done running. We're not going to be done running until Jesus comes gets us back. Then we'll be complete and done. But until then, but until then, it says each of these will either become irrelevant says, or else be swallowed up in the perfection of eternity. For when the perfect comes, the imperfect will pass away. He's telling them, when when the perfect love comes, all these things you put on your walls as plaques that says so important to you will become irrelevant. They won't matter anymore. I'm going to show you something. What is this? Anybody know what this is? Not, not what are they. What am? I, what is in my hand? Sorry. What do you call this? A puzzle. Puzzle. So, it's a puzzle, right? It, what's wrong with the puzzle now? Broke. It's bad. Uh, I mean, it's not only broke, but... Incomplete. Hey, you've been here before, I think. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> this puzzle is incomplete. you agree? I mean, I don't even know what supposed to look like I, I I think I know but I'm not sure see this is how we are at this very moment the word says we have prophecy we have knowledge we have tongues but until the perfect perfect perfection comes we're incomplete that, that's what I just read to you you just heard me say it please please <laughs> <laughs> so we're like a puzzle, and how many like puzzles you like you pu- like putting puzzles together? I mean, like big ones like five hundred piece puzzles Let me see, I gotta pray for who now? Let me see okay, after church, come we'll pray for y'all later after church is over, but uh, no, for real, but puzzles are not my thing. puzzles make me. How do I say it? They make me frustrated. You know why? Because it never works like it's supposed to work for me. My wife says, get the corner pieces, put them on first. It does not work that way for me. It's not that simple, okay? And I have to love her. I have to love and all this. <laughs> yes, dear, you can do it, but I can't figure it out. It makes me, because in a 500-piece puzzle, there's a bunch of corner pieces. They never end. I'm like, seriously, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> Thank you. Edge pieces. I don't like the edge pieces. But but when you have a puzzle, you get it in a box, right? It comes in a pretty box. And the box has the picture of what the puzzle's supposed to look like, right? When you're putting the puzzle together, most people put the, open the box up and set the picture up so they can see it while they're putting it together, right? That's how you do the puzzle. It's important, right? That box is important to you putting the puzzle together. It is very important. The scripture says, but when perfection comes when the perfect love comes all these things prophecy words of knowledge tongues they'll be irrelevant just like when the puzzle's complete the completed puzzle see it's done now i can put it up i don't need the box anymore i don't need the box anymore because i'm done with the puzzle you get what I'm saying? This is what God's saying. We just got to hold on until the perfect comes. We just got to hold on tight. Because when it comes, we'll be complete. That's all he's saying. You see, we make it, I think we make, I think sometimes we make love a little complicated. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. We make love so complicated. And for a good reason. I mean, I heard one minister say, he's a big minister on TV, so I'm not going to mention his name. You probably know who he is. He said, if it wasn't for people, love would be easy. That's what he said. And see, you're laughing because it's true. If it wasn't for people, love would be easy to do. See, it's simple to sit up here and preach, oh, love, everybody, no matter what, oh, you got love, you got love, you got love. Until I go set in line at Roadhouse and they say 40 minutes and it's 45 minutes and I'm mad on come on you know i'm telling the truth you said 40 minutes it's 41 minutes and a half right now where's my seat at hold on a minute that's a that's like a a weatherman giving you a prediction it it may not happen right when they said but you're going to get seated in a minute but we flip out or traffic i hate traffic so bad i hate it i-35 thank you is the worst highway in the world i think it's got to be they never get done fixing it and it's frustrating And we forget sometimes people are trying to get the same thing like we're trying to do, get somewhere and we don't think about that. You're in my way, I gotta go. Well, you're in their way, they gotta go too. And we flip out, act crazy on the road. You know why? We're incomplete, y'all. It's not a slap to our faces. We're incomplete. We are human beings. You know, we know to do better. Pastor Todd said before, if you know to do better, do it, right? We know that. That's still hard to do. Loving is hard. Loving is hard. Can I give you a word of advice though when you're about love? In my life, I've, I've seen this. You, ha- you have to find a way to decompress. That's what I'm saying. Because if you don't find a way to decompress sometimes and your frustrations will get taken out of the wrong people. That's a side note. That's not on my notes. And the people you love the most will get hurt the worst, because you didn't control your frustrations. You know what I mean? And that, that was that was free. That didn't cost a penny. But that's just a side note for you. <laughs> and it says, and it says, each of these will either become irrelevant, what I just said, or else be swallowed up in the perfection of eternity. Remember, love is eternal for when the perfect comes the imperfect will pass away the message says we know only a portion of the truth for what we say and know about God is always incomplete I just, when I read that I said God but I know you he said you know about that much of me you know about that much of me Grant just about that much I said, God that's, that. that's all I know about you yeah That's all you know. And I said, so when I was little, I didn't really know that much about you. And I'm middle-aged, and that's all I know now? That means there's more to come. There's more of God's love to come. I've not even tapped the surface of yet. What, God? I mean, it gets better. He said, if you allow it to, it does. And he also told me something. That I'm not going to do, Pastor talks, I can't do it. But sometimes love hurts. He said, "We always think of love as this, as this two couple, and they are getting married, and everything's so wonderful. That's what picture love is. Sometimes love hurts, though." And he said, "If you can endure the hurt with the good." You've got it. you figured it out. <laughs> I always think of Job when I think of, of love hurting. Because in the Bible, God, Job loved God with all his heart. And allowed things to happen to Job. And not for one minute did Job turn his back on God. He showed true love. No matter what. Wow. See... Once again, we make love so complicated, y'all. Hope Church motto, it's the one of the most truest, that's a good word, truest statements. Is that all right? Most truth. truth. Sorry, it's the most, most truth. True. true. It's the most true statement (laughs) that I've ever heard in my life. But it's love God, love people. See, that to me is not hard. Love God. If I truly love God, if I truly, truly, truly love God, I will love people. Now, I'm going to step on your toes just a little bit. Not much, just a little bit. Loving people is more than the people that you like. Loving people is more than the people in your four walls at home. That's easy. That's easy for the most part. That's easy. Loving people is more than people that come inside your church doors. That's easy too, most part. See guys, love goes deeper than that. If I can love my brother that has a different sexual orientation than I do with the love of God, that's what love is. If I can love my sister that has a different economic status than I do, that's what love is. If I can get past this, well, you live on the east side, I live on the west side. Cut that mess out. I live in Cleburne. I live in Cleburne, Texas. My address doesn't say 107 Eastside, Cleburne, Texas. No, it just says 107 Cleburne. That's what it says. That's what it says. My address is. We got to get past what people look like, what they act like, what they smell like, how they talk. Period. Everything. None of that matters. Because... Once again, in the Bible, in the Word, there's multiple times that Jesus, see, he's never around the people that are good. I don't know if you'd read your Bible right. The only people that are good around him, and they weren't even good, were the disciples. They were rotten scoundrels. All of them were. None of them were good. None of them. But he chose to pick some misfits, misfits, to be his team. They were going to go out in the world and reach people that were like them. Whoa, that's what love is. Me finding somebody that I can connect with and say, you know what? I was I was you I was you and Jesus loved me. Uh, I was you and Jesus loved me. Says when perfection comes, the imperfect understanding Christians gain through gifts of prophecy, tongues and knowledge will disappear. We just talked about that. It says the gifts do not appear; imperfect understanding disappears. The gifts do not disappear. Words of knowledge, tongues, prophecy—they don't go away. They don't disappear. Imperfect understanding disappears. So just said we don't understand it all yet, and that's okay. We're not supposed to. We have, don't have it all figured out. If we did, the word is irrelevant. We don't need it anymore. If we've come to completion, we don't need any of that anymore. But we're not. We're incomplete. That's why we need God's love. Because if you're perfect, don't raise your hand. But if you're imperfect, can you raise your hand if you're not perfect yet? If you're perfect, don't raise your hand. I get it. You're perfect. I got you. She's perfect. Cool. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're perfect. Oh, nah, he admits it even. I like that. You're perfect. Nice. Hey, got you, man. Got you. You're perfect. That's good. That's good. It says, Gifts behind them when their need for the gift is gone. It says, Christians will put the gifts behind them when their need for the gift is gone. Just like that puzzle box we talked about. When I get it all put together and I put it on my wall because I want to save it forever. I'm going to throw that box in the trash. I don't need it anymore. It's irrelevant to me. I know what it looks like. It's right there on my wall now. Like painters can paint pictures. When they paint it all up and it's pretty, it's over. You don't need to paint anymore. You painted the picture. The painting's over. Put the paint up. You can't paint anymore. The picture is complete. Sign your name and go on. But right now in our church, we do need prophecy, tongues, tongues, words of knowledge. Those are still relevant today. See, Paul wasn't saying, oh, get rid of all these things. They're not any good now. No, today they are. We need the guidance and encouragement. We need that today right now in our church. He's saying when the perfect comes, he's not come yet. And we can say bye-bye to those things. They're unnecessary. But until then, but until that day, my heart will go on singing. I know you guys don't know that song. It's an old Him. I apologize. You guys, two young ones in here don't know that kind of stuff. Hey, I still got two minutes, 45 seconds. No, for real though, but like I said before, I think that sometimes that we really do make love difficult. We do make love difficult. We just got to love God and love people. Let that be... 2022 Hope Church. Whenever Pastor Todd says, "So what do we do here?" Your response would be, "Is love God, love people. Period. That's all we do at Hope Church. We love God, love people, no matter what." Man, he accepted me into his heart. Jesus accepted me. He accepted anybody. See, I went through the same cross he went through. Believe it or not, I went through the same cross he went through. Believe it or not. Pastor Todd, he went through the same cross he went through too. Believe it or not. See, I've said it a million one times. There's nothing special about this. We all went through the same cross, and Jesus loves us just like He loves you. No different. No different. See, Jesus loves you. You ain't got to do anything to make Him love you. That's even that's even the coolest thing ever to me. When I understood that growing up, I got that. I was like, this is crazy. So I don't have to perform. I don't have to do this crazy thing if you'd love me. No. Be you. I can't be anybody else. I would love to be Stephen Verdick. That'd be the coolest thing in the world. Over nine churches, elevation. It'd be crazy. Awesome. But I'm not. I'm at Hope Church in Cleveland, Texas, and I'm excited about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's good. you only can be who you are that's it and that's who Jesus loves that's who he wants to be a part of your life you he made you for a reason and a purpose let's walk in that and how we do that is we love God and we love people period period my internal clock's going off see that I close my book Again, the last one we know real quick. Love is the most important thing. I believe it with all my heart. But on this side of heaven, before perfection comes, I think it's pretty important also a salvation. I want to know where I'm going whenever Jesus comes back. I want to be without a shadow of doubt. I don't want any question. If I ask you today. If Jesus comes today, where are you going to spend eternity, heaven or hell? And you say, I don't know. To me, that's not good enough. To me, that's like flipping a coin. (laughs) I don't want to flip a coin when that day comes. I want to know that I know that I know I'm going to be in eternity with my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that before you leave this place today. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to say a simple prayer, really simple Very simple, very elementary. And if you've never, ever prayed the prayer of salvation, today I want you to do that. I want you to join me in the prayer of salvation today. And say, dear Jesus, I am sorry. I have made some mistakes. I've done some things wrong that I'm not proud of. But Jesus, I know that you love me and you created me for you. So come into my heart and live and abide in me. I make you my Savior today. In the name of Jesus, amen.